This is Angus. Welcome to Angus's Appendices, a Kirby's Kids one-shot. Welcome back, kids, and thanks for listening. Today, we're covering Shazam! The New Beginning, April 1987. As we continue Shazam! Month, we're getting into yet another origin story, but this one brings things up to date and presents Shazam! in modern context. In other words, the 80s and the time in which this particular issue first came out. Our authors are the husband and wife team of Roy Thomas and Dan Thomas, short for Danette, and our artist is Tom Mandrake. So with that being said, let's head into a little creative chatter where we'll discuss our writers and artists for this issue, Shazam! The New Beginning. Whoever is this artist and this writer, I must meet them. All right, into a little creative chatter with Shazam, The New Beginning. For our listeners, Roy Thomas is a very well-known entity. Again, in short, Roy got his start at DC Comics, then went over and was very successful at Marvel Comics, became the first editor-in-chief other than Stan Lee, to take that realm when Stan then moved up to be president of Marvel and subsequently get into his Stan Lee Presents mode in the 1970s. In addition to all of the comics that he did at Marvel, he was also most well-noted, Roy Thomas, for doing Conan the Barbarian and working on the Avengers. At DC, he was very involved with the Justice Society of America and also his run with Wonder Woman. And then with his wife, Dan created Arak, the Son of Thunder. Now, over to Dan. She is actually an unsung hero here. If you'll remember back on our Ms. Marvel episode with JJ, there was mention of Dan Thomas at that time, Danette, and her role that she played in heavily influencing Roy Thomas's writing on that work, which was very important. Dan Thomas got her start in comics initially as Danette Maxiuto, C-O-U-T-O, being her maiden name. She would then shorten her name legally to Dan in the early 80s, and her notable works are All-Star Squadron, where she provided that particular work as it debuted in Justice League of America number 193 in August of 81. The series was created by her husband Roy, but she played significant roles in helping to write issues 46, 51 through 55, 58, 59, and also helped out with the annuals in 84 through 86. She was a co-creator along with her husband Roy. Now I should say she provided the inspiration on this particular comic because she came up with the concept. And then it was Roy who took writer action on it, along with teaming up with early Kalan on Arak, Son of Thunder. And this was an interesting work as it portrayed a premise of what would have happened if Native Americans had discovered Europe and gone over there. In addition, she was a writer for Avengers West Coast, Infinity Inc., Young All-Stars over at DC. So as you can see, she's got some nice writing chops and, and credit to her name. In addition to collaborating collaborating with her husband. Now, on to Tom Mandrake, our artist. Tom got his start over at DC Comics, worked on Justice League of America Destiny, and also worked at Marvel Comics' Call of Duty, The Precinct. He created his own image book called Creeps, which had an acclaimed five-year run, also on the Spectre. His experience in drawing superhero science fiction and fantasy and westerns, he is best known for his work actually in the horror genre. He was a co-developer of the Correspondence Course, actually in horror 
horror comics for the Joe Kubert School of Cartoon and Graphic Art, which he also graduated from. For comics, he worked on such characters as Batman, Superman, Martian Manhunter, Justice League of America, New Teen Titans, Shazam, Firestorm, Animal Man, Avengers, Advanced Dungeons and Dragons when that comic was being put out, Arion, Swamp Thing, Grimjack, and The Spirit. So Tom has some fantastic experiences in multiple genres, including superheroes, westerns, some fantasy thrown in there, and horror, most notably. Let's head over to our literary aisle, where we'll delve in a little deeper to Shazam! The New Beginning. Orlando, there's our literary aisle. Now that we're on our literary aisle, let's take a little more in-depth analysis of Shazam! The New Beginning. This is our second origin story, pure origin story, as it relates to Shazam. And the reason this one was chosen is because this puts it in a more modern context and tees up the Shazam! character moving forward, being of this time. No longer being this artifact of the golden age of comics, but being here now on the tail end of the Bronze Age and into the era. So the main characters you have in this particular particular issue are Dudley Batson, Shazam, Dr. Savannah, Black Adam. There are other characters, Butea Savannah, Magnificus Savannah, Donald Batson, Marilyn Batson. There is also the Captain Marvel flashback, Marvel Girl flashback to a teen Captain Marvel. There is some mention there with those other Captain Marvel family characters, which is laying the groundwork for that evolution in this now more modern comic. So Billy Batson opens up being watched over by his great uncle Dudley Batson when this older gentleman receives a call letting him know that his nephew who is Billy's dad and his nephew's wife who's Billy's mom had died in an automobile accident. Billy is so upset that he wants to return home but great uncle Dudley keeps him from doing so as there would be nobody home. So they then cut scene to the funeral of the Batsons where Billy is met by his estranged uncle Dr. Thaddeus Savannah who has revealed that he's Billy's mother uncle and had a falling out years ago with one another. Sometime after the funeral, both great uncle Dudley and Savannah are in court together. Savannah is petitioning the court to take custody of Billy based upon the death now of his niece, saying that he would be a better provider, more stable source of income. It seems that great uncle Dudley is a floundering magician by trade. However, from an emotional support standpoint, Dudley Batson is far more the nurturing of these two. Ultimately, it is Savannah's children, Butia and Magnificus, who approach Billy and try to coerce him to choosing Savannah and going with him. Billy is so impressed with these younger kids that people more his age that he chooses Savannah over great uncle Dudley, who he actually has quite an affinity for. So Billy goes home with the Savannahs only to find out that Savannah used his own two children to lure Billy into choosing Savannah. And also that Savannah himself was rather abusive to his own children. He would not allow Billy to attend school where students would rough him up. But Billy uh, discovers that Savannah has engineered the death of Billy's parents so he can inherit their life insurance, which was set aside for Billy after the death so he could fund his scientific research. So essentially Savannah wants the life insurance proceeds so he can fund his own scientific research, taking the money and not caring for Billy. When Savannah found out that Billy was actually spying on him, Billy runs away only to find himself outside an abandoned subway station 
situation. And this is where our previous origin story begins to kick in. So instead of Billy being there selling papers and being an orphan on the street, this Billy is actually now running from Savannah and there he's outside a subway station in San Francisco where a mysterious figure leads him into a hidden chamber where an old man in a robe is set there again the big block we've seen this one before this is Shazam the old man introduces himself as Shazam tells Billy to speak his name flash of lightning lightning comes down transforms him into this adult in a red clothing outfit and the white cape with gold trim Shazam tells Billy that he is now Captain Marvel and that he's given the power to do good and fight against evil again we know how this story ends up tells him to say the name again block lightning the lightning strikes the rope it has the block block crushes old shazam billy's now the new shazam and he is turned back into cat marvel and all of a sudden billy is back outside the subway station making him believe that the whole thing was a dream billy then transforms into shazam turns into cat marvel flies down the passageway to the subway station to find the hidden chamber only now that it's been blocked by a brick wall and captain marvel is then transformed back into billy so that he could have time to think about what had just happened meanwhile this comic finishes up with the following teaser and that is savannah having now funded his scientific research with the proceeds of the insurance policy, completes his invention and has opened another interdimensional doorway through which a black clad gentleman comes through and it's indeed Black Adam. So this is the introduction of the Black Adam character, the nemesis of Shazam. I thought the writing of this particular book was good the resetting of this origin story in a modern context was great i thoroughly enjoyed the uncle dudley the great uncle dudley batson character the pacing of this particular book was good the remainder of the origin story stayed true to the original which was great so really what this is was updating the origin story as a whole and setting it now in a more modern era then launch this new beginning for the shazam character the introduction of black adam was great because again this does the foreshadowing the art in this particular issue by tom mandrake was quite good i did enjoy the more modern art the superhero renderings and stylings were more with the times of the 80s very vivid in its color palette it in no way shape or form harkens back to the old-timey feel of the golden age cap marvel slash Sazam, but really does bring up a more modern take of the character the dialogue back and forth and, and the bubbles in the use of that dialogue was effective for again an origin story i don't think it detracted from the art in the slightest bit i like the close-ups of the art. I think Mandrake did a great job of capturing the emotional weight of things such as Great Uncle Dudley receiving the phone call that Billy Batson's parents had been killed in the auto accident. That was quite moving. Also the rendering of Savannah and the courtroom and the diabolical nature of that particular character came through visually in the face. This is a shadowy character with these rounded rimmed glasses and bald head and just really looks menacing and like an old whacked out scientist creepo it was really really well done i thoroughly liked that it definitely made him into a very menacing and manipulating character the remainder of this book as a whole i think was drawn well the backgrounds did harken back to a tried and true technique that is they were very plain they didn't detract from 
the central characters that were being drawn from panel to panel. They actually provided a blank palette, so then those particular characters popped off of the page. That also allowed for maybe a little more intricate detail in the background and some panels to shine through and not compete with the characters in the foreground. All in all, this is a quality read. I would recommend this to all ages. It is all ages appropriate. It is, again, a very solid origin story and insight into the Captain Marvel slash Shazam character. And I would love to hear what your impressions of this particular book are. Shazam, the new beginning. Please leave us a message, whether it be email at kirbyskids at gmail.com or on the Anchor app, or send us an MP3 file if you've got a larger take. Please hang in there with us for our upcoming reviews of additional issues of Shazam as we celebrate Shazam Month here in March. Shazam!